The Ohima Health and Wellness Podcast is a place created for people to share their experiences and lives that can include triggering and sensitive topics, such as different types of abuse, such as racism, sexism, substance abuse, classism, etc. The content in the podcast and on our webpage are not intended to constitute or be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your therapist or other qualified mental health professionals with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay seeking it because of something you have heard on the podcast or on our website. We aim to create a safe and brave space that prides itself in the inclusivity of Black, Indigenous women of color. Thank you for your time and continued participation and support. Now let's get into the show. Our guest for today's episode is Sam Barbara Morris. She received a BA in psychology and has multiple yoga trainings. She is a yoga teacher and corporate wellness consultant and a pandemic pandemic stay-at-home mom. (laughs) Welcome, Sam. Thank you for joining us today. How are you? Hi, thank you for having me. Um, How are you? Feels like the most loaded question in the world these days. Um, Good. Mm. And many other things too. Like I mm. definitely have been feeling, I don't know, very different and opposing emotions at the same time. A lot of the time these days, I don't know if that's the pandemic or if that's just really life being compounded by the pandemic and mm. motherhood and all these like new chapters and all this kind of, um, rudderless energy almost like an unanchoring of the way life was and but I feel generally good in the in the turbulent like waves that it feels like it has been this last year and a half generally good yeah how are you Mm, I'm okay yeah I'm doing this juice cleanse and I promised my auntie I'd do it with her and now I'm like (laughs) low-key regretting it but um (laughs) Like it's just the first day. Oh, the- I'm not really tired. It's just that like few days are the hardest, right? Yeah. And it's supposed to be a whole month. And I'm like, maybe I'll just oh. do it for the, and it's different ones. It's like bowel, liver, kidney. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's like a whole cleanse of the body. Have you ever done one before? No. I mean, it. my family, some of my family members have done it and it's helped them, but it's a whole month. But you don't have yeah. to do it a whole month and it's like every five days. Yeah. And then you kind of just, you know, relax. But I think I might, I don't know. We'll see. So I'm kind of going. Are you doing the, you're doing the whole month, Kat? One day at a time. <laughs> by the time my, if somebody in my family hears this, by the time uh, <laughs> I do it, I probably won't. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, because they make you take pills and stuff too. And I'm like, I don't know if this is, I don't know. It's supposed to be like a serious cleanse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. So, I mean, I'm yeah. going through that right now and, you know, just, you know, just kind of tired. A lot of stuff I've been going yeah. on too. So I'm, I'm also kind of tired, um, yeah. but otherwise yeah. I'm actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm, 
You know, I'm tired for sure. Like tired is the word, Um, (laughs) but I think I'm generally okay as well. I've kind of like gotten myself into, I never was good at keeping routines, especially morning routines. And I always would like, you know, set myself up for failure and be like, yeah, I'm going to have every hour accounted for, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I was like, that's just not, it's just not going to work. So what I have done though, is I am like just moving my body, even if it's for like five minutes, I'm like, I will move my body every morning. I have my coffee and that's like the most consistent I can be in the morning, but it has actually made a huge difference. So I'm, um, so that's good. (laughs) That's, that's new and that's good, but yeah, that is great. mm -hmm. That's good. But yeah, little changes tired. And I feel like collectively we're tired because a lot of my clients have been saying that too. Mm -hmm. And also Sam, what you were saying about the, like kind of conflicting emotions, like, I feel like I could relate to that because I feel like I've been feeling grief and joy mm-hmm. like simultaneously yeah. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. at the same time, different at the same, time yeah. like parts mm-hmm. of the year and even now. And it's just like, I don't know, I, I'm I'm kind of grateful that I'm like, okay, these two can coexist like at the same time. That's, you know, that's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And there's like, a, I mean, then you see like the beauty of life and like, yeah. the loss in it too and yeah. it's it's like you can't really truly appreciate one yeah. without the other yeah. it, they make each other deeper by yeah. existing together is mm. yeah and now we're just learning how to swim in those like deep yes. waters right <laughs> yeah. we're now coming out collectively yep. yeah mm-hmm. yeah Oh, I'm glad you're doing yeah. well, despite everything. <laughs> we we all yeah. are. Despite everything. Life. I mean, yeah. yeah. I think it's just, it's kind of like, you're just kind of treading, you know, like, it's like trying to yeah. make it through. But, yeah, um, the little. <laughs> sorry, I, I had to do the motion. The little, like, battles, <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, like little battles. Cause, I mean, uh, that's how I feel like the water yeah. is like, right here. And I'm like, yeah. I made it. We like survived. Right. Yeah. Somehow right. we survived just doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and ha- so you're going to start teaching soon, right? Again? Yeah. 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 I picked a date. I kind of had to just like force myself to, mm. to like leave the, the little bubble because mm. I don't think I would have been as worried if mm. it was just mm. me, maybe. But then mm. all of this happened like right around the time that I was like mm. moving into like my third trimester, I think. And mm-hmm. then it just got like really serious and nobody knew what was going on and nobody knew like how it was affecting people and how people were catching it yeah. and how like babies were going to react to it. And, mm. and so it was like just this ultra, yeah, I don't know, protection. Like we haven't really seen people in over a year probably and that's kind of been nuts like I such a (laughs) I don't know like I need to be around people even though I'm not really like I don't seem like an extrovert I definitely Mm. am like yeah I'm an introverted extrovert where like I need community I need people and I also like really need my space I think it's definitely what you said though (laughs) like you miss your community specifically yeah yeah well yoga and teaching was 
like such a it was so much for like me and my life you know it was mm. my my it was my exercise it was my community it was my yeah. job it like was meaningful uh it was like vocational work for me at times and then my routine and then all of a sudden yeah. just like all gone like in one in one go and then I kind of had to stop anyway because I was giving birth and having a baby and mm. like oh, I'll just stay home for a while because I can't teach nothing's open and then all of a sudden I found myself in this like stay-at-home mother role that I didn't really expect to be in like it wasn't the plan yeah. originally but here I am yeah <laughs> mm. that's interesting that you mentioned that so it seemed, yeah, basically the pandemic, it was just like, boom, everybody's plans change. But do you mind telling us a little bit about kind of that process, especially being um, pregnant during the pandemic? How was your mental health? How was your physical health? Like, what was your, kind of your thought process? Um, and you can even, if you want, talk about your birth, because I think that's really interesting um, to hear about birth during the pandemic and just even sure. what space you were into as well. Sure. Um yeah with the pregnancy the second trimester people say is like the best you know you feel the best the first is like usually people are nauseous luckily I wasn't I'm just really really tired Mm. so the second trimester was like I'm starting to feel good and have energy and you know I imagine this like all like time to be with friends and really like spend that quality time before my life is like all about this baby and we had like trips yeah. planned and the baby shower planned and my sister from Baltimore mm. was going to come down and mm. you know there was just like all this excitement and I think we canceled my baby shower like two weeks before or something or like three weeks before yeah I actually remember getting that um email yeah. and it was just like at the time it wasn't even like I wasn't super worried I was just like oh my in-laws are a little older you know they're in their 70s and right. it's gonna be at their house I don't want to have like 60 people here for you know with with all this going on but then it was like one thing after another just kept like it's like I just kept losing those like moments that you expect to have Mm. you know and that time that you expect to have I even thought I would be you know I'm off work a little bit more and I'd be able to spend more time with my mom and Mm. like you know strengthen and relearn what that bond will be moving into my my yeah my journey into motherhood and you know she was worried about getting me sick so she like wouldn't come around and so there was a lot of mourning and like the joy of it like oh she's kicking she's growing and you're like seeing all these milestones but at the same time you're also like yeah you feel like you've lost a lot too Mm -hmm. and so that's like the conflicting emotion of like the joy of oh my god we're so excited to meet her but also we were like so devastated that we couldn't really share with everyone with with the community yeah and like we tried you know with zoom and everybody's trying to make it work with this stuff yeah but it isn't the same as like being there with each other so that was that was like an interesting way to end it although you know I I always try to like see the flip side of my partner was home the whole time Mm, and he was like amazing at filling in all these things that I felt like I had missed out on he like filled up those spaces as much as he could like he made sure that 
I was like fed and when I was too tired to eat and he filled like a lot of people's roles that he shouldn't have had to because you know it's not we can't be everybody to everything but he tried and it was really beautiful to have that yeah important Um, to have a good partner yeah so having Mm -hmm. that support really made a big difference in my mental health and even to be okay with I'm depressed today (laughs) like I Hmm. I, like I don't feel good I do have a history of depression so I was expecting a little bit of postpartum anyway but I didn't expect the pandemic and all the stuff that came before but having a a no judgment space where you know he's not trying to fix how I feel either and I'm just allowed to ride the emotions and, Hmm. and honor what comes up and like let it go that was Mm. huge yeah but turbulent still in like Mm. in like the process and then it leads up to my labor my birth which was actually (laughs) I I always thought it would just be the hardest thing that I ever did for sure and I imagined like what could happen and we'll do this and that but I was in labor for like a week one like one whole week oh wow I was going like into the birth center every day and they were like okay maybe this like tonight will be the night and I was not getting any sleep at some point I would every like five to eight minutes I would have a contraction I'd wake up and then the last three days Evan would wake up with me and he would be like rubbing my back every like five to eight minutes uh, and for like days and we just did this and she just wouldn't like come out (laughs) And I think mm. it was also just, yeah. I don't think I was ready for her to come out. Mm. If there's such thing, like, I do believe emotional blocks can yeah. get in the way of, a, of things. What, yeah. Yeah. What they mm-hmm. thought would, would just be like a smooth birth. And I always, she was safe from like COVID yeah. inside of me because she couldn't catch it. And my fear was like, once she's out there now, I like have this real worry of, you know, she could catch it from somebody and she's so young and she's so small. And yeah. So it took a while for me to feel, I think, safe enough to give birth. And it mm. never happened at the birth center, which I chose over a hospital birth. I chose like my right. midwives. I love them. I love the space. But it was honestly surprising. It wasn't until I was, I went to a midwife hospital, but they just kind of built this. I was very lucky to like, just have such a great birth team that made it feel, made me feel safe enough to like, finally push and give birth because they were thinking oh, I would go wow. into a c-section or something <gasps> oh no which is like my absolute yeah I just was most so moms don't want it. that yeah. yeah I mean it's a lot of healing and trauma yeah. on your body on top of everything else but yeah so luckily <laughs> eventually she was born I had to Evan was driving me down like the 110 from Pasadena to LA at like five in the morning and I'm like oh at this gosh. point just like screaming it's wow. like a full moon and like <laughs> wow. it's, it's crazy yeah um but it was yeah it was kind of nuts and then she was oh. in the NICU for a week after that because yeah. of oh. how long my labor was she, oh. she had had some aconium in the in the uterus so she had inhaled like a little bit of that and they had to clear out her uh, airways and they had to give her antibiotics for a week so on, we couldn't even see Aww. her on the same day oh. they were only allowing one parent mm. per day to go visit her 
because of freaking so, COVID. Yeah, because oh. so if Evan went, I couldn't go see her wow. that day, and like vice versa. And then we couldn't stay at the hospital for very long because of COVID. We want to leave and go home, so we had to leave her and then come in every day. Like right after I gave birth, I was just like driving down to LA to come see her and sit there for like eight hours oh until gosh. they close and then go back home. It was. Wait, so do you not live in LA? Sorry. I live in I live in like the San Gabriel Valley. So it was like maybe oh, at the time that's... traffic was pretty light. Yeah. Was, yeah. Well but, that's a good that was a good thing, yeah. but still. Yeah, like oh. I had like the ice pack in my oh. in my underwear still. Oh, I had wow. like that's it was right. it was crazy. I was like walking around like this, kind of like swaying back and forth and still like really swollen wow. and healing, but you know. Yeah. I couldn't not go. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Wow. That's your baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I had heard anything yeah. about your birth story before right now, actually. <laughs> really? I wrote down a little bit of it, but it was, yeah. it's hard to really get into. Yeah. Like, yeah. by just writing Thank it you down for and... sharing all of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Thank you for yeah. facilitating the space. I think it's really healing for moms to talk about their births, yeah. especially when it doesn't yeah, go yeah. how As you planned. imagined it. Yeah. You know, what's crazy. I feel like people like have this idea like that. Oh, this is how the birth is going to go. But then people yeah. don't realize like anything can happen. Right. Like not all one birth is the same birth. Mm-hmm. And and I think just listening to your story about your whole process that it's it's really solidifying because I've heard stories like yours. I've heard, you know, mm-hmm. other stories where it's like, oh, the baby came out in two hours. And it was great. I was like, like, I was getting my nails done when, like a couple weeks ago. And the lady was like, oh, yeah, uh, the baby came out in like two hours. And no you know, big deal. And she like snatched back. I was like, girl, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. 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 That thing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that, no. That's, that, that, like, what? That and then I there's be- like stories like yours. That's no. not how it is for everyone. And she was like, it'll be fine. You'll be okay. When she and was, when you're pregnant, like, you hear it all. Like everybody just has something to say about has it like something to say yeah Everyone has an opinion oh, like, this is how it was for me and I I get it like I think you want to like yeah. share your you know it's a it's a special time you want to like share what you know but also at the same time I'm definitely becoming more and more aware of like oh. this mom Ooh, tell us about is. this yes mm. there's a support tell us yeah tell us about that because like, I don't know yet what is that about mom culture it's it's very apparent on instagram you know everything like social media all that stuff people find each other and you build followings around certain like moms or mom influencers and it becomes like this um just lightning rod for anybody who's like looking for that kind of group right so i think especially during the pandemic a lot of moms were looking online for support for like groups there's no like mommy and me groups going on there's no people are disconnected from their parents or their grandparents and they're like trying to do all this essentially like alone and so there's like a really good like supportive of course like um people doing good work line to destigmatize different mm. well like one cultures of like right, yeah different cultures raise yeah. babies differently just because right this book says or this like person mm-hmm. says that this is the one way exactly. to do it that's not that's not how it is and I like that movement on on social media that's really becoming more inclusive of like 
Like, sure, you want, if you need to want to sleep train your baby, great. If you don't, good. If you want to breastfeed them, great. If you don't, good. Like, right. all these things have benefits, and it's not about shaming someone for their choices when everyone's just trying to do the best that they can. Right. And then there, but then there's like a really heavy undercurrent of like judgy what? moms, too. Really? Like, yeah. Like, Oh, if, I mean, if they disagree with like your way, like if you choose to vaccinate mm-hmm. when they don't like vaccines or if you choose mm-hmm. to feed your kids this uh-huh. thing uh-huh. and like, but they don't think that so that's like good for your kid moms? to eat. And it's like, that's awful. They do. There's a lot. I mean, I tried to like not get in one way or another, but I definitely see it. And the, and these people mm-hmm. bring it up on their stories or you know they just get yeah. hateful and that's just maybe the internet I don't know but they get like these hateful angry like long emails or the dms and it's like what like this person is literally just out here trying to yeah. like raise their kids and like share what they know and if you disagree don't follow them it never like, yeah, yeah it it's never not fails to mm-hmm. amaze it's, me the yeah. audacity of people on the internet and I'm just like <laughs> Wow, you really went out of your way today to be hateful to someone you don't even know. You yeah, know you don't know if the mother's struggling yeah. with their baby, it's, trying to. You wow. don't know nothing. Yeah, and you don't know their baby. You don't know what their baby needs. Exactly. Like that, she knows her baby. Like, have you have you experienced your stuff. any of the bullying? It's, no, I mean I have kept myself very insulated. I mean I don't even really talk yeah. about it online I don't share about motherhood I think it's too sensitive for me right now I don't think I'm ready to have like yeah a debate about what I'm doing like I know I know I'm like doing what I'm supposed to be doing like I trust that and I don't really feel the need to like put it out there and welcome in yeah yeah people's attitude about it like I think it's so I'm like grappling with the privacy of it like I want to be private yeah in like a world mm-hmm. where everything is so public and we share everything and I try mm. to be transparent and open and I try to share like my struggles and thoughts but even then it's like each and every one of these moments that I have with her yeah. I feel like it's so private like she doesn't even understand right. what social media is or how many people are like looking at these posts and these pictures and and I don't know, like, I try not to post pictures of her face to the public because I'm like, I don't know who's looking at my Instagram either. Like, Right. Especially it's, it's, if, if her profile is public, you really don't yeah. know. Yeah. And I'm like, she doesn't need that. I mean, she doesn't need to be part of that yet. One day she will be, I'm sure, in whatever capacity it is at that time. But I'm like really trying to find that balance of being open about my life and also keeping moments private. I think right now I'm more in the like bubble because of the pandemic and everything and just keeping everything so like tight at home. And we've just been living with each other. He's been working from home. She's been Mm -hmm. with us all day, like for months and months and months. And now it's like the world is opening back up and it's weird to like parent outside of the bubble. You know, it's like, I see myself in like different ways now through I don't know, just like in a different setting. Like I'm with different groups of people and I've seen oh, them I see, me yeah. as a mom to her. And I'm seeing myself through that, you know, and it's interesting. But I think because of COVID, I haven't really like experienced a lot of people seeing 
I guess my parenting style so there's not really like a lot to judge luckily my my parents and Evan's parents are not judgy or overbearing yeah, that's that's all right. boundaries. okay yeah also a huge also such a huge difference this to I, I think it's a struggle to you know you're you're learning how to be a grandparent you're not the parent anymore yeah, you yes. have to relinquish that control over your child and and let them do their thing and they're gonna make mistakes and yeah. but they have to make them kind of thing but we I think have always had parents who've let us do our own thing in life ever since we were young mm. and it kind of makes me want to do the same thing for her where like we try to just let her do her thing like babies do weird things and she's like just doing a bunch of weird things and exploring yeah. life and like loving it and she's so like fearless because of it too she which is, is so which cute I, really like. I just have to like I just her little face is just <laughs> you know, so adorable. Oh my god. So yeah. <laughs> no, she's I'm definitely biased, yeah, she adorable, is. objectively. <laughs> she's really cute. Listening. Yeah. No, thank just, you. Thank you. She just like radiates this she's... like light, you know? Like she's just so cute. And oh, I definitely yeah. see you and Evan both. Yeah, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what people say. And they're like, every day it's like different. Like sometimes she looks like Evan, sometimes she looks like me. And um, to me, I'm like, she just looks like her now. In the beginning, I could kind of like pick out the features, and now <laughs> it's so just cute. like, I it's love just, like, that. All her. <laughs> she has such a personality. Yeah, she's got like her own personality. And like, I can't like keep trying to find myself in her. She's like her own. I love hearing you own say person. that. Like, especially like so early that you have that mindset. Yeah. I love that so much. Right. Yeah, because some parents try to already control their kids on how they should act, how they should do this, it did it, it. So then the yeah. kids they can't think for themselves, right? So then the kids grow up and they're like, Oh shoot, like yeah. who, who am, am I, I? supposed to, who am I? <laughs> like at like twenty nine years old. Like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> kind of it's almost as if they mm-hmm. see their kids as an extension of them rather than like an individual human. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's yeah, I, I just love to hear your person, your Definitely. your view on it. Yeah, perspective. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. I feel that urge too, and I think by, I think it's just it's just that way. It's hard not to like see them as something that comes from you, and it is an extension of like this long line. I think that's what helps me have the perspective. Like she's not just an extension of me either. Which right. I think is like a very yeah. individualistic way of looking at it, right? Like she is like my child, and like okay, maybe she's like their grandchildren, like the people who came bef- behind before me. But like if I think about everybody yeah. who came before that, and the long line of everything that right. our families have had to survive and live right. through, and like right. just like us humans trying to figure out the world and and how deep and how long that goes. I realize like as much as she is like an extension of me she yeah. is also like so much more she's like an extension of a story that's way longer than me and will go on like way yeah, after totally. I'm gone. and so, I love that you're like yeah, yeah we're gonna give her autonomy and and who she wants to be because I think when I was when I was saying like some parents think of kids as an extension of themselves it's like they have an idea of like 
this is who I want my kid to be. And this is who my kid's going to be. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They planned <laughs> but it I don't hear that from you. You're like, she's her own person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the idea of it, but like, is it really no. ever possible to control <laughs> no. someone and like tell them who they can be? No. I feel like, I feel mm. like that never works. No, um, it doesn't because then people start sneaking around and <laughs> doing oh, yeah. things. And mm-hmm, like we were all teenage girls. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to like save myself as much pain of like having a teenage daughter. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. have like an environment <laughs> right. where she feels like she can't talk to right. me about things and she has to sneak right. around and do all this stuff. And I'm like, like, do I want? her to like appear on the surface as like what I want her to be and right. like be so hidden from me and hide the parts that she feels like I can't accept in her right it just feels like I when I look at her now I'm like as like this baby and like this like light this like little beam of light why would yeah. I ever want her to hide from me oh that's like, beautiful mm-hmm. yeah it's it like breaks my heart to think of like that she yeah. would think I would not accept her yeah. you know yeah because of like something and so I try to I want to try to continue making her feel like she can be yeah. that you know yeah. whatever that is yeah speaking of quotes <laughs> uh, I do one of the quotes that does stick with me about motherhood was goes something along the lines of children are not these things to be built and formed and molded they're these people that we get to know as they grow Mm. as they get to know themselves we then get to know who they are you know they tell us we don't tell them right and I think we all know what it feels like to be that child yeah who wasn't Mm. seen or heard or really felt understood in that way and I think that those those years of my life feeling that really really stuck with me like if I ever became a mom or a parent or whatever or even to people like I don't want people to feel Mm -hmm. that way you know it doesn't feel good why do I want to propagate this like feeling in the world I agree I love that yeah Yeah. (laughs) I was Mm. thinking back to earlier when you were talking about like you know integrating into uh, hanging out with community um in real time, I was going to say real time, real, I mean, just, you know what I mean? Uh, now, (laughs) yeah, now that like coming back from the pandemic, yeah, like slowly going in, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) society, uh, people (laughs) navigating it because I know it's, it's not easy to just, I guess, like jump right back in and act like we didn't all go through this collective trauma and, um, you know, we've had to like grieve the old ways of living and, and come up with new ways and evolve. So I'm just wondering what that's been like for you since now you're starting to see folks in person where you were saying like, it's interesting them seeing you as a mom and you seeing yourself as a mom and like seeing them see you as a mom. So yeah, if you wanted to expand on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going very slowly, but surely, uh, I just, I'm like hitting that breaking point for me. And so once like vaccines came through and I got mine and, you know, some people in my circles are getting theirs, it kind of made me feel like I have like this little room to breathe now where I, I was being, I know I was being way, way, way overcautious in 
who I was seeing, how much we would do like some stuff in the park where everyone was like far away. But even then, mm. um, I don't know, it felt like weird. And then you're like, you can't hug people or you can't like yeah. touch people. People can't yeah. touch the baby. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it didn't feel real still. Um, it was something, but it was, it was, it didn't feel like real. So now we're going out like a little bit at a time with people still mostly outdoors and it feels strange honestly Mm. I feel nervous every time I have to go out and and I just think about like how often I would just go and like go places to bars or teach yoga in like cramped rooms and drive all over LA and the west side and not even think twice about it and now it's like every little (laughs) everything is an event yeah I'm gonna have like lunch out or Mm. I'm gonna go like to the gardens and walk it's like a huge event yeah get ready mentally physically spiritually yeah yeah, like Mm -hmm. it has to be like aligned yeah and it's been okay it's been good it's been needed I feel like a weight comes off of me every time I'm out with people that I feel like safe and good with Um, like I know they're being careful even though they're vaccinated you know and I think it'll just be like that but it is weird because that whole period of you know these are people who without the pandemic would have just been such a part of my the the last part of my pregnancy to my birth and they these are people who are planning to come around and help in the early days Mm. and then all of a sudden they I mean they saw her maybe when she was like four months at the park, we did something like that. Wow. And then the next time they see her, she's almost a year old and she's like walking around and, and she Aww. does like baby sign language and communicates and and it's like crazy. You know, they there's so much that you miss and then it's jarring for them too to be like, oh my God, she's like grown. And right. so much happens in that first year, I feel, right. between parents and the children. So I feel like you... <laughs> if you don't see each other for two months and the, one of you is like a new parent, so big, the growth right. is like it's it's such a huge it's like leaps and bounds and and where you are is just mentally it's hard to relate sometimes you know <laughs> it's like unless yeah. it's other parents who are also in kind of that tunnel of parent of like early parenthood it's really hard to just like talk about whatever like casual <laughs> conversations yeah. you know, that, like TV shows and movies I'm like I don't I don't know I don't know I've yeah been, like, I've been taking care of a baby <laughs> yeah I've been trying I've been trying to just like get through the days here um but it's been good and I think that weirdness yeah. goes away you know with anything yeah. you get used to it and and I'm more used to being a parent and they'll get used to seeing me as a parent and with any relationship you know when you go through a big change there's always like that weird adjustment period. Like when a friend gets married or what, even if they're just like dating someone serious and they kind of like disappear for a while because they're going through like yeah. a major thing, you know? And I've always had friends who understood that. Mm. Like we might not see each other every day. I don't think I've right. ever had friends like that who I see every day. We have right. friends like we come together and we catch up on everything and when we're gone, we don't see each other. We know we're out there living our lives or like making right. moves or really, really focused right. on like these lives that we're building. And then we come together, like share them again. So mm. the more I can come back together with my people and share life again, 
I think those connections will like come back. Yeah, but that's right understandable. Now it feels a weird. <laughs> I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, how do I be a friend now? I've just like been mm. a mom. Like, I've been right. such a bad friend. Like, I won't reply to people for like two weeks. Not because I just will completely forget. And then I'll look back in my messages and be like, oh my God, I've been so bad. Yeah. But it's just where I am right now. Right. Too. And, and I think people <laughs> totally, totally. Good friends will understand yeah. that too. Yeah. I would yeah. never yeah. expect. Yeah. And anytime I message you, I'm like, she'll get back to me when she has time. I, yeah, I'm never like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Message, but I'm just like, she'll message me when she has time. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, and I, I know that about you. Like, I know who is like, like, I guess, accepting yeah. this phase of my life with grace, mm-hmm. you know, and how it affects our friendships. And it it's really very clear when you're a parent, like who, even things like that. Right. Like, you might think like, I'm not really doing anything to help someone who's going through this but even things like that like just giving them that breathing room to know like it's okay is such a huge huge thing that you can do for somebody because I feel like people like they don't know what to do and sometimes maybe they try to overhelp and or they like won't try at all because they they just don't even know where to start but like those spaces of grace that you give a friend who's going through anything really any like major life thing yeah space and time and just to know that you're still there is such a huge such a huge thing you could do and it's so simple too right yeah it should be easy right it shouldn't be so forced either yeah just like even like a quick check-in just yeah how are you how is the baby how is your partner yeah it's as simple as that and there's, there's that piece mm-hmm. of, I think, empathy too, that comes with it because you have to be empathetic to what that, you know, your friend is going through, yeah. especially if it's a big life change. So yeah. good friends know that. Yeah. Some, there's some yeah. people that are like, well, they just had a baby. They should still, you know, it's not me. <laughs> I, I'm still, I I'm still the best friend. Like, yeah. Like girl, we what? Yeah. Over there? Right now, and oh, like, I do yeah, literally. pushed out a human <laughs> out of my <laughs> body <laughs> like what is wrong with you I gotta yeah. I gotta feed this baby like yeah. you know I gotta I'm like figuring out yeah. my like you're new like, body it's like right. you're like my semester, agenda because <laughs> once you, yeah mm-hmm. my my agenda is full you want to let's yeah make it yeah people should understand so you haven't well I haven't had a baby but I know plenty of people have had children and uh if you you have to just understand mm-hmm. that like they're in a new phase of life and and that doesn't mean the friendship's over. You just, it's, it's like, it's like everybody, it's kind of like growing together too, right? Yeah. There's that sense of growth. It's like, oh, we're not kids, you know, running around college or whatever it is, you know, partying it up. Like we're like adults, adults now. Yeah. You know, we're in some real like, shit right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so, f- we're all <laughs> bills. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah yep and mortgage we're like, whatever it is yeah relationships are just so similar in that way it's it's even in the way that like I like I talk about and think about parenthood is the same way like I wouldn't mm. be like chasing down my friends like hey what you doing like every day like let's do this like and I would get upset if they don't come out with me or like mm. we don't make it like about me mm-hmm. for that day like it's it's not it's not like that at least I don't feel like I'm in like good 
healthy spaces when it's like that I have been in relationships like that and I have had friendships like that Mm. and work relationships like that that have always just made me feel like guilty heavy icky Mm. like tired and it's like that constant draining and you realize that I'm like giving so much (laughs) to this and then I realize I'm not getting any space back for myself like I'm always having to give and not really being able to like receive anything back so it's just constant energy drain but right you know and that's my life now because I'm taking care of a child it's constant like energy drain it's like giving and giving and giving but it's your child and you know (laughs) they look at you and they're like super happy like sometimes like we're so tired and we're just standing there and she's like running around having a great time in the morning and <laughs> yeah. like, well at least she's happy like honestly like yeah. and so there's just like no room for anything else like yeah. for any more of that drain right now right for me anyway like right. I am so emotionally sensitive like I do give mm-hmm. away a lot of my energy to things that I care about and so a big part of my healing journey has been balancing it out like Mm, I will give and I and I love to give but I used to Mm. give so much that I would get sick oh I would like faint and this isn't ever ever since I was a kid my mom would be like you Mm. are like overextending yourself Mm. no I'm not I'm not Mm. and then I would get like sick for a week and my Mm. body would just like give in and she's like you're you're taking care of like all these friends who don't really even care about you and you know, you care mm. so much about them and you're trying to like please them and and they just like take advantage of oof, you. But you're this is I was so like, relatable. No, yeah, you know, oof, like I'm like, oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this is very relatable. Yeah, I'm like, that's a, that, that's yeah. the tiredness that I've been feeling lately. Just like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting. And, you don't have and endless just... energy. So you're right. You're like, mm-hmm. you're in a season of conserving your energy no. right now. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. If there's one thing to learn from this, uh, conserve your energy. Yes. Yes. It's precious. Yeah. It's the one thing you never get back. I mean, you really don't. It's like that in time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, Sam, is there anything that you can leave us with a thought for the audience, either advice, maybe I know you mentioned a quote earlier, um, or just any personal statement? Um, and then, you know, if there's anything that you would like our audience to know about you, where to find you, yeah, uh, where, how they can, where, they can attend your now. classes. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Perfect. Um, I guess, and I just, the overwhelming theme for me of the year, the thing that's calling to me, mm. the thing that I feel compelled to work on is just being kind yeah. to each other. Yeah, You know, like we're all going through so much and the world and everything in the media and it just makes it seem like everyone is against each other in this world right now. And it's painful. It's painful to live in a world that feels that way. And I think we just have to remember what it feels like to be like good to each other, Mm. you know, and be like gentle with each other. Like we're all carrying pain and sometimes the angriest people have like the most pain. Mm. and it's not like we should I don't know just forgive them and allow them to like continue hurting people but to also understand that we can make such a big difference in like 
individual lives in like a real moment you have with people yeah. on the street in in the store like in your yeah. family or communities and so I'm excited to be doing that again in some form starting mm. giving back um, through yoga in the park yeah um, it was the class that I started with when I first started teaching yoga like six years ago and I'm happy to be back to it it's donation-based classes um, really just donate whatever you can and you come to the park bring your yoga mat we'll distance everybody out and you can find our classes the the schedule any changes the address all that stuff on um the instagram page which is yoga in the park with sam so it's just oh, at yoga in the park with sam. with sam um okay yeah so come by anytime you're welcome you can also send questions through the dms there and i i'll get <laughs> back to it I'll, I'll be better I'll be, I'll be getting back to the messages pretty well that's okay girl. yeah exactly <laughs> we gotta give you some grace here you're a new mommy yes, like everyone it's okay it's all good serving energy okay. <laughs> yeah. yes we're all conserving energy we are <laughs> mm-hmm. we gotta focus on ourselves our goals our yeah, healing absolutely our, our work <laughs> yes yeah yes. yeah thank you so well, much it was so Sam. nice to this see so you Oh, thank yeah. you for having me. I know in this in this yes. format. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I hope to see for you. Sure. In your I know. Life, I really need Aww. to, and I want to <laughs> yeah. see the baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that we can like bring her to yoga. And oh, that'll be awesome. Like, watch her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll be fun. I want her to be around like yoga and people and watching people yeah, get yeah. really relaxed and feel really good it's yeah. yeah yay well that's it <laughs> i love it okay i'm done <laughs>